Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world, and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you. Observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited. Today we have Abigail Tiefenthaler with us from Launches Made Simple. She's a marketing and branding strategist and I'm really excited to have her on the show today. We're gonna talk all things branding and marketing. So welcome Abigail, how are you today? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Great, Um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, You know, I'm 60 years old, so I've got lots of years to share, but uh, I I assume that you want to know more about how my marketing, uh, you know, background got started. Um, I grew up in New York City. I grew up um, the daughter of a madman. My dad was in advertising, worked Mm -hmm. for a company called BBDNO. My mother was in marketing until she stopped to make babies. And uh, she started running a home-based business when I was six or seven years old. Um, And a lot of the business came from my dad. So there was a lot of dinner talk around marketing. And when I was in high school, I had a guidance counselor ask me if I was going to college. And I said, yes. And he goes, well, what are you going to go to college for? And I, I looked at him and I said, like, dude, I'm going for marketing. I mean, what else is there? (laughs) You know, because in, that was what I had grown up in. That's what I knew. I'd worked at my dad's office on the weekends. I'd worked for my mom's fulfillment business, you know, when I needed extra cash. And um, I went to, I ended up at Pace University in New York City, and it didn't even have a marketing degree in 1979, if you can believe that. Oh, wow. That was my third college. Yep. I am a three-time girl. Oh, awesome. Um, I started at one school quit, went to another school, quit, and then got into uh, Pace University. And so my degree, I have a bachelor's in business administration with an emphasis in marketing. A couple of years later, I went back and got an MBA in strategic management with an emphasis in strategic marketing. So um, I started my career working in the marketing department of a brokerage house, E.F. Hutton, then I moved to the agency side. Then after I got my master's, I moved to the client side. I was in product management for a company called um, Sandoz, which had the Xbox brand. And then for Mrs. Smith Pies, that was owned by Kellogg's. And we, you know, we were in, I was in new product development. So oh, awesome. after I left that, I, I did work for a direct marketing agency. And then I did work for a package design agency. So I usually say, if you know anybody who has got a more well, more well-rounded view 
of marketing, I would like to meet them because I really have touched on almost everything. Uh, in 97, I moved to Florida and started a promotional products business where the reason why I think I did a million dollars my second year was because I was able to solve their problems. Yeah. So that kind of brings me to about seven years ago where I went out and went back to my branding and marketing roots, um, sold my agency, closed it. And then last year I had partnered with a woman named Tammy Crea. So I live in South Carolina, Tammy lives in Minnesota and we met in Texas. <laughs> um, we were actually selling uh, in the back of the room for one of the coaches that we had done some, done contract sales for, you know, campaign sales for over the phone. And uh, we both decided that we wanted to work together. Uh, we both understand marketing. We both saw what was going on primarily in the coaching and consulting world and small business owner world. And we felt we could come up with a better solution. And that's how Launches Made Simple was born. Oh, awesome. Small world. Getting to meet, <laughs> meet people all around. I'm actually in North Carolina, so we're not too far from each other. Um, That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so tell me, yeah, so you, you figured out that there'd be a simpler system and, and you created a business to do that. So who do you, who do you actually work with mostly? We work with business owners who are looking to leverage their time, um, their client relationships, uh, how they're investing their money. And we do that basically by offering a, you know, very simple marketing system that uh, is perfect for the coach who wants to have something in, you know, the three to $7,000 price range. So it could be a one-on-one -on -one client experience. It could be a group program. It could be an offline retreat. Uh, it could be a membership program. It, it can, the, the delivery of the program isn't as important right this minute as it is identifying how you are going to bring people into your world. And that's where marketing is, right? Marketing is one-way communication that is designed to bring prospects through their own decision-making path to choose you. Yep. And the tactical elements of that are most effective when they come from understanding the brand. So in realizing that we wanted to create this very single system, like our goal is go out with one offer, go out with one marketing, uh, you know, approach. And then once that's working, start layering. Mm -hmm. The Either offer or marketing. The problem with a lot of business owners is that they're trying to put their hands in so many pots that they end up burning the rice, you know, or they, yeah. they, they, they forget putting to put salt in the sauce or something. Yeah. Yeah. Coaches, <laughs> coaches, especially, you know, we, we are creatives and, you know, we want to, we want to help like everybody. And so we start to kind of get scattered. Uh, something I always talk about is making sure that we niche down just for that reason. And we have a, a specific avatar so that we're not looking at everything we can do. <laughs> we can look at, you know, one piece at a time, but I love how you just said that. Um, I, I had another guest on here that talked about the power of one. And I just think that's so, 
uh, relevant, that we need to focus in on that one product or one um, offer and build that out before we start layering in others. So I think that's, that's really uh, great advice there. Well, and we, you know, the, the unfortunate thing is, is that we're looking at, you know, role models that have been around for years. And so they are naturally on a launch path or they're on a product offering path where they've got different things that are being done at different times. And most startup, like less than five-year-old coaches, they're not there. Yeah. So they're trying to be the next Tony Robbins or they're trying to be the next, you know, Ali Brown or, you know, Brendan Bouchard or whatever it is. And the problem is, is that, you know, Ali Brown and Brendan Bouchard started in the same place they're in now. So it's such an unfair comparison to, to take a look at what other people are doing and saying, I have to do all of that. And we, we overcomplicate things. That's why we, you know, we created launches made simple because it is about simplifying the offer and simplifying the marketing so that you can see, you know, here's the other thing. When you're doing 50 things and something is going wrong or multiple things are going wrong, you don't know where to go to figure out where the problem is happening. Right. If it's not working, it's not converting. There's too you, much going on. Exactly. There's too many moving parts. So with, with launches made simple, the, 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 the marketing funnel is very simple. We can tell when an ad isn't converting. We can tell when an opt-in page isn't converting. We can tell when the webinar isn't converting. We can tell when they're not completing the application. We then even have our clients record a couple of their sales calls because we're going to go back and say to them, here's some, lang here's some better languaging. Mm -hmm. You know, you should be working with our sales trainer because she's going to be able to help you identify a more confident persona so that when you show up at the call, you're not begging permission or, you know, compelling and trying to convince people that this is the right thing. Right. We are very confident that our marketing is going to bring you qualified leads. Yeah. So the, the, you know, now the question is, is that if you didn't help us really develop the brand, if we didn't spend enough time in the branding space, they aren't going to be qualified leads. And then if you're not converting them on the sales end, there, there's a problem somewhere with the disconnect. So that's why the, the system is, you know, an integrated system. We start with the brand, we go to the offer, we then go to the funnel, and then we go to sales. And we are working with our clients and our, you know, our coaches and consultants all the way through that process. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so, so what, what would you say are the key pieces that a coach needs to know to get to that online offer launch? Is it basically what you just said there going through that process? Well, they, they need to understand the difference between marketing and offers, right? They, they, they need to understand, you know, that they, 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 they need to understand that, first of all, they need a brand. They need to know who they are, what they do, why they do it, who they do it for, why they need it, why they're willing to pay for it. And a lot of coaches want to go from, I just got my certification and now I want to teach or train and I need to sell this program. So they are skipping over that whole branding and marketing process. So um, 
th those questions have to be answered. And, and there's, you know, when we work with our clients, we have literally, we spend three weeks on the you is one, there's 40 questions in the you. The who, the ideal client, there's another 30, 40 questions there. And the marketplace, there's another 30, 40 questions there. So all of those answers and all of that conversation and all of that reflection and you know consideration is what helps us create a marketing message and what helps us create a position that now we can show up unique. Because your story is a part of it, that's the mm -hmm. you part, but your story has to be relatable and relevant absolutely you know their problem is important but you have to be able to show how you're solving it in a unique way mm -hmm. and the marketplace is important because you know you have to accept the fact that if you're a life coach hypothetically there are a lot of ways that somebody can solve problems to their life so why you mm -hmm. why your technique why you know, why your experience, like why you? And so we take them through that process. But here's the kicker. You have to, like, I spend, when I'm, when I'm working with clients or even when I'm out on social media, you have to have the right mindset. You have to start with the right mindset. I just did a training yesterday on commitment. And the the reason why the commitment is so important is because this is hard work and it's not work that's one and done it's work that's you do all of the time every time you have a new client you have an opportunity to strengthen your brand every time you have a new you know experience in the business world you have an opportunity to strengthen your brand so your brand isn't something i mean if you take a look at the nbc peacock as an example you know the, the logo for the television channel nbc over the years it has evolved yeah. over the years mcdonald's has evolved target has evolved and it's important to understand that when you have that brand offer marketing sales loop you know those pieces in place you create a feedback loop that's always making you better your mindset is is what enables you to functionally and effectively use that continuum and evolve that continuum so you know do you, do you have a success mindset or do you have a victim mindset do you uh, where do you sabotage yourself where are limiting beliefs or patterns that you've done in the past going to trip you up where are you stubborn you know you don't think you need a coach or you don't think you need to understand this technology or you know why are you trying to do all of these things be all things to all people those are mindset issues more than anything else yeah and again going back to you know coaches when especially right after certification they want to help everybody do you know everything yes <laughs> um, they want to make change and they're just not really clear on it and so they just kind of again they just kind of go after everyone um, and I think that that's there's a lot of excitement involved in that as well as the uncertainty um, so yeah just really getting clear on those things and, and clearing your mindset and being focused in the mindset is really important so I agree with that totally yeah um, 
So let me ask you, as far as the emphasis on the branding process, I think some people, some coaches might be confused about that. When we're talking about branding process, we're also talking about, like you said, who you are, um, who your audience is, the, the market, and then how you can help them. That's all part of um, the branding. So when we talk about client, ideal client, ideal target market, market, your client avatar, that's all included in that branding process. Would, would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. So I always say when you're thinking about your business, you are in branding. And when you are implementing, you are in marketing. Yeah. Because marketing is really the tactical representation of the activities you're doing as a result of your brand identification. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, there's, there's, there's two things I, I want to, you know, a lot of people associate, again, branding with your colors and your logo and your name and your tagline. And they are all important things because they're visual and, you know, they're graphic representations and they're, they're, they're catchy things that people hook up on. Mm-hmm. But the deeper part of branding is really the psychographics, the demographics, um, the regionalities, the, the psychology behind the buying process, the, where the pain point really is going to motivate somebody into getting it solved. Right. And where, where if you don't do that research, deeply enough and continually enough, you are limiting your ability to market. Okay. So what would you say would be like a, like maybe a one, two, three step um, process once somebody gets out of training or, or basically just starts to really look at building a business versus just like coaching? (laughs) Just like, right. Because I mean, ultimately, if you're, you're looking to build a business, you, you, you start with what are you willing to commit to? What are you willing to sacrifice? So the first thing that I would absolutely look at is the, the, the kind of you questions of the brand, but on a bigger scale, what kind of business do you want? What kind of clients do you want to work with? You know, I, I know people who are in the coaching space and, you know, they really like very short-term one-on-one. They don't want to get into six-month or one-year relationships with their clients. I know other people who want to work with six months because it takes three to four months to even form a habit. So you have to be able to look yourself in the eye and going, oh my God, if I have to have the next 12 Mondays at 10 o'clock with this person, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and you have to be honest because, it, yes, it's important to work one-on-one. It is the best way to um, really, you know, get a handle on what it is that you do and how clients need your help and what the results are that actually happen. So a lot of, you know, while coaching group is great, one-on-one is going to give you much more intel on where are you strong, where are you weak. What do your clients need? How are they languaging their pain? And what are the results that you actually can, you know, commit to and create for your clients? So the first thing is really understanding your business, the business you want to create, the business you want to choose, the business you want to design, you know, do you want to work with 10 clients a year and charge them $10,000 each, you know, now you have a hundred thousand dollar business 
do you want to work with a hundred clients each and charge them, you know, less? So, because that's going to impact your marketing. Right. Right. So the reason why you need to figure that out first is you've got to be able to know what it is you want to do. Do you want to have recurring sources of business? Do you, where do you see, like if you're working one-on-one with clients, then what happens after that working relationship? Do you plan on putting them into a membership? Do you plan on offering a group program? Do you plan on doing a retreat? Do you plan on doing a deeper level course, you know, with them? Like, how do, how do you see that relationship evolving over time? Is it a one and done? Is it a transactional $10,000? They just bought a car and now they're driving off the lot. And you're not going to see them again for the next three years, you know, whatever. Right. So the, understanding that about yourself as a person and, and in creating this business, that's important. Doing that brand work, the, the second thing you really want to understand is doing that brand work um, and, and going through those, those you, the who's in the market. Like what is going on? What else is out there? What do you like? What do you not like? Where do you think you can be more effective? Um, especially if you've bought programs in the past, what did you like about them? What didn't you like about them? What worked? What didn't work? How do you think you could change them? You know, and asking those strategic questions, then you want to get into creating the simplest offer that you can create because there's no reason to sell multiple offers. There's no reason to have a laundry list or, you know, of things because you're going to confuse the, the prospect. So what does the client need solved? What is the best and simplest thing you can solve? Because most coaches, when they come out, they need to start making money right away. Yep. So I think go in with your strength. You know, if you're a relationship coach and the reason you went into relationship coaching was because you divorced, you know, an abusive man and you went through a custody battle and, you know, what, whatever else is going on, then, you know, become that relationship coach and focus on divorced women and, and who have gone through battles. I mean, you're not the only person that's done it. So use that opportunity, use your personal experience to, to really get that focus clear. Um, and here's the thing I, I, I want to say, because so many people talk about niching and avatars and, and whatnot. I am not telling you, you do not have to market to 50 other different people. I am just simply saying market to one person at a time. And the best analogy to that is, is that you have a horse stable. You've got six different horses that are in your barn. You cannot ride all six at one time. Right. You take one horse out you ride it, you work it out, do whatever, you put that horse back in the barn, you bring another horse out. So my suggestion, and again, this is why the whole simple concept is so important to Tammy and to me, is that we start with something. And then what we do is we layer on top of it. You might go to another audience, you might go to a deeper level course, Traditionally, when I say you have one offer, that offer should be the foundation of three offers. So you want to create an offer that has the ability to grow up and be more expensive. You have the opportunity to shrink down a little and be less expensive so that when you're on the phone with the client or prospect, you can say to them, we are, this is the, this is the program, you know, it's, 
you, you talk a little bit about it's a group environment, you're going to be doing this, it's going to take place over 12 weeks, what, you know, you talk about some of the specifics of it. And if somebody says, well, I want more one-on-one -on -one time, how much one-on-one -on -one time am I going to have with you? Oh, we can do that. And that is price plus. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or, you know what, I, I don't have that, that's out of my budget. I really don't need a group program, blah, blah, blah. We can do that cost minus. Right. So if you had, you know, something in the $1,500, $2,000 range, something in the five to seven and something in the 10 to 15, you're basically offering the same course, right? You're taking them through the same journey just with different type of tour guides, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's just, it's more about the, the value add, like the time that you can, um, you can increase time with clients. You can decrease time with clients to, to try to meet their needs as well as your own. Yeah. And it, and it really is a matter of what is their need? What are they looking to solve right away? Mm -hmm. How quickly do they want to move? How much support do they feel they need? Um, you know, you don't go in selling the $15,000 product every single time because a lot of times people don't need that. If you're, you're asking your questions in that strategy session, that's going to lead you to say, oh, she, you know, she's not going to get anything out of the group coaching. Or you, you, you look at it and go, she's really looking for community. This group program is going to be what's best for her. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying it's one real simple offer that you can up or down sell. It's one simple marketing funnel. And our funnel is very simple. There's nothing proprietary about it. It is just the way we do it. And we stay with you until it's until it is proving its worth. Um, we don't say, oh, well, the six months is up. We don't say, well, you bought this package and you know, you've had your four phone calls or whatever. We, we're, we're there with you. We are invested in your success. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, so I, I would say the first thing is really understanding all that strategy and getting focused. Mm -hmm. The second thing is committing to a path committing to an offer path and committing to a marketing path. And then the third is really understanding what's happening when you're in the sales conversation so that you can go and make tweaks in your, in your funnel. You might go and make tweaks in your target audience. Okay. Does that help? Does that yeah. So, so definitely, you know, well, we have to tweak our message. I think uh, oh, a lot anyway, messaging in the beginning, because like you said, it's, um, although we're getting focused in, we are experimenting, right? We're trying yes. to find our voice as well. Exactly. Um, and, and all marketing is research. Mm -hmm. I mean, there isn't anybody that won't deny, you know, I don't want to say it's a crapshoot, because it's, it's much more calculated than that. But if you don't have the metrics, if you don't put in analytics into it, if you're not working with somebody who can really say, you know, the client keeps on referring to the concept of he's dining out and you're using, we're eating out. Right. There's a disconnect and there's so much noise on social media and on the internet in, in offline today that when you give a prospect an ounce of wiggle room to be confused, they really are just going to go next. Yep. 
Yeah, so definitely language is a big part of it and something that I think most training tries to address anyway for coaching that we want to um, make sure that we're using the language of our ideal client because we can't speak to everyone. And so right. the language we have to be very specific to the people that we want to attract and work with. It the best, the best way I can describe this and the, the critical importance of it, and I, I use this as a story, is, you know, I go out with my girlfriends on Friday night and I have a grand old time. So Saturday morning, I'm at the breakfast table and, you know, my husband goes, oh, how was dinner? You know, how was, how was your night out with the girls? And I might say, oh, it was fine. And I might tell them one story. And then my seven-year-old daughter looks at me and she goes, mommy, how was it seeing so-and-so or so-and-so? And I might tell her a slightly different story, maybe something a little more G-rated. You know, and then I have a conversation with one of my besties who wasn't able to join us. That conversation is going to be entirely different. So I haven't told lies. They've all been truths over what happened. But the, what I tell my thought, my husband and what I tell my child and what I tell my girlfriend are going to be different versions of that same story, different language, different events, you know. So it, it's really important to understand who you're talking to for that reason alone. Yeah, that all makes perfect sense. I think that's uh, good good uh reasoning as well <laughs> like it kind of just makes sense it's it's uh it's a um a process that we all have to go through and i think when we bring it to our and, and also when we when we look at it in the way that you just described it we're able to 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 make it make sense in our head right because marketing I, I think a lot of coaches think marketing is this big um this big cloud <laughs> and they have to try to work through the cloud and uh, it can become very overwhelming and right. um, yeah and i love that you've kind of broken down the the different steps especially the, the branding piece um as as being our voice as being um looking at how we're serving people in addition to yeah you have to have the you know your look your style has to be involved in there as well but definitely the other pieces i think are really important as part of the branding process and the product um process right. as well well, yeah. and, and here's the thing. I mean, marketing has its, you know, marketing has its process as well. Mm -hmm. And its process is really made up of three pieces. So the first is the creative and that's the content, right? That's the graphics. You know, are you, are, what, what are you saying and how are you saying it and where are you saying it? And this, the second in today's world, it's the technology. It's the connectivity. Because once you know what funnel you want to build, what marketing activity stream you want to create, um, because that's going to affect the type of content you create, but you, you have to be able to figure out, well, what are the elements that I need um, to make this, this stream work? You know, And so the connectivity in this day and age includes the, you know, the, the advertising or the organic marketing, you know, are you going fast? It's advertising, paid ads, plain and simple. I don't care where you are in your business building. Although most coaches will say, don't do it. If you have less than a hundred thousand dollar business, I disagree with that vehemently. 
um, you know, the second path is organic and organic is a slow path to grow. I don't care if you're on, you know, online 24 seven. I know one of the best online marketers I know, you know, she's worked her butt off over the last year and she has barely 3000 people in her group. And when she went to sell because she was convinced she could sell without using any paid ads and she doesn't have an email list because she believes everything can be done online. She only had 15 people come into a $600 program. Hmm. And she offered an eight week free masterclass in between. So she was selling within her group of 3000, you know, she was marketing in her group of 3000 to do it, offering an eight week course, which was very comprehensive, selling into a $600 product and she had 15 people. So as far as I'm concerned, organic is great. There's summits, there's challenges, there's groups and all of that, but they take a lot of time. Yeah. And, you know, so if you decide you are going to do that, that free organic path, you need a whole lot of content yes, to make it over that time. If you're going to do the paid path, you're now, okay, so they're paid. It's a paid ad into what, it, you know, a landing page. What are you offering? Maybe a tripwire, you know, are you doing a long form sales page where people can sign up automatically, you know, or are you sending them into a strategy session, which I think is more effective because now you can sell a three to $5,000 product versus no nobody that i know of buys five thousand dollar products on a long form sales page yeah no there's definitely the have to have yeah. the conversation have to walk through a couple yeah, it, especially if you haven't spent the last three years on social media trying to build an audience right so well, and now what we do is the long game too like it's it really you know it's a mental is i think that's a, a mental shift that we have to make is that in the beginning we are looking towards the long game like what are what we're doing now is potentially a year or two out going to be the you know see the benefits of it and i think that that's misunderstood a lot with coaches absolutely absolutely and it's you know the 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 other thing is is where coaches decide to invest their money i mean let's take a yoga coach as an example so that yoga coach just got their certification they're looking to create an online yoga membership, but they have to wait until they have the certification to do it. Well, if it's going to take a minimum of three to six months, whether even, even on paid ads, even on taking that faster route, you should be doing it before you're certified. Right. Like you, there's no reason to not to overlap it. So when you're trying to decide where to invest money and well, I can go get a 500 level sort you know, 500 hour certification, or I can invest $5,000 or $10,000 in my, in my business building there, then you, you can't compare them as apples to apples. One is you're buying foods for breakfast and the other is you're buying foods for dessert. You know, there, there are two entirely different concepts and and a lot of coaches don't understand that and there does come a time when you don't you know stop learning and start implementing right so those are some of the messages and that's again where we go back to the mindset like you're never going to be perfect so get started and the faster sure. you get started you may realize that i didn't need a 500 hour certification 
I mean, it's nice to have, and I did it for my own self and my own body and my own soul and mind as well, as I did it to be able to be a better yoga teacher to, to a, um, you know, to our, to a client. But here's the thing. If I had taken it, if I had taken that year to build my hundred thousand dollar business, that $5,000 certification program would have hurt a lot less yeah. because I had the money. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it really depends on your goals too, as a coach, because uh, I mean, yoga is different, I think is a little bit different, but um, like, for instance, if you're an ICF coach, well, you have to do the training, but there's different types of training you can do. <laughs> you definitely don't have to go for those year long programs to get started. Um, and I, and I firmly believe that you can start with the smaller program and get your business going and then go for your bigger certifications or credentials. There's definitely a path there that, that, um, people can, you know, just take a look at and say, Hey, I don't need all this to make it, to make me feel like you said, it's a mindset. Absolutely. To make me feel right. like I'm able to do this. It's not right. It's not and, easy. and in reality, you don't even need a certification to be a coach. I, I mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of coaches out there that are probably cringing at that thought. Um, but at the same time, if you are going to end up being in a relate, let's say you're, you become a relationship coach, you're really starting off with your own personal experience and your ability to get clients is going to be based on how you tell your story and what happened at the end of your story and how your story can inspire others. Where coaching is, is really important is that it does give you you know, the ability to ask questions. It gives you the ability to structure programs. It gives you the ability to understand um, the, the bigger picture of turning a skill you may have and an intuitive skill at that into a more professional uh, thing. But, you know, unlike a teacher or a nurse or a hairdresser who, you know, that needs a license to practice, we don't need, coaches don't need licenses. Yeah, and that's definitely a controversial thing. We, um, as credentialed and certified coaches, we kind of look at the ones that aren't certified and say, hey, you know, there, there is a process here to help us. Uh, at some point, there's going to be licensing. We feel that's coming. Um, so the certifications help. And then on the other side, people say, yeah, I have the experience, so I, don't, I shouldn't have to get, you know, a certification. So that's definitely a, a controversial uh, <laughs> topic. So, um, right. but just in general, I, th I don't think it matters if you're, if you're certified or not, I think just in general, it matters that you do look at, um, you know, what, what experience do you have? What skills really talents can you draw on? And, um, and if you are a person that, you know, wants to get that certification, just understand that that's not what makes you able to build a business. It might enhance it. And definitely there's a lot of pros to it, but um, really, it's like you said, it's your mindset. It's your um, it's your skill and talents. I mean, if you look at um, your if you look at an ideal client avatar, typically it's a previous version of yourself. So right. if you can help, you know, if you've been through it and you can help people that were where you once were, then um, you know a certification can get help you give the tools to it, but it's not going to give you that experience. No, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm certainly not saying don't go get certified where um, I think what I'm trying to 
really point out is that you don't have to have the highest level of certification yeah. to get mm -hmm. started. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that some people wind up being like lifelong, lifelong, uh, uh, learners or life, not lifelong learners, but like uh, the lifelong student that's continually, you know, feeling like they have to get certification after certification or credential after credential. And yeah, that's just not right. true. It's not, it's not what's going to make your business. Um, it's successful. that's what it is. It's not, it, it, it's not the instant, it's not an instant path to success because you still have to do all of the business parts of it. Right. To build the business. Yep. Absolutely. Right, exactly. All right, well, awesome. You've given us so much information. I hope everybody's taking notes. Um, I'm gonna have to actually listen back to, to take notes myself. Um, but you, um, you talked about uh, some things that I think kind of make you a little bit different um, as far as other funnel, funnel building companies. Can you just quickly tell us uh, uh, you know, what does make you stand out from other ones? Well, I, I think the first thing is um, you know, it, we're run, we're two women, both of us have 35 years of business experience and marketing experience specifically. And so there's a lot of, you know, male energy in the funnel building world. And, mm -hmm. um, we would like to believe that we bring a, a softer touch to the relationship, not necessarily to the outcome, because we're going to be as assertive as and aggressive as, you know, any, anybody else out there. Um, but we do want to hold you accountable. We want to have, you know, we want to be the Ritz Carlton of service and provide you with the best experience. We, we have the ability, we're not linear, you know, we're not digital marketers. We are marketing strategists, both of us. So we are looking at what the best route is for, for you as the client. And we are giving you that confidence and support along the way. Um, other funnel building agencies really start at building the funnel, right? Where we start at investigating the brand conversation and the offer conversation, and then taking it all the way through the sales process. Um, and finally, I mean, we offer a guarantee. It is, you know, we, we, our coach cringes every time one of us uses that <laughs> word, but we offer a guarantee because we are going to stay with you until you're until that funnel is productive. Right. Awesome. That's, and I think that does make you stand out way, um, way more than I've seen other um, agencies as well, having that type of a guarantee. So that's, a, that's awesome. Right. And um, kind of what you, oh, and you have a, you have a freebie for our audience as well, right? For the, yeah, for it, launching? it basically, it, it, it's, yeah, it's launchesmadesimple.com forward slash free gift. And it's, it just shows you our process, our funnel building process, which is super simple. It's a Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or YouTube. It's, it's platform agnostic, but it's an ad to a landing page, a landing page to a 30 minute webinar, a webinar to a strategy session. And you have to fill out an application form before you come to the strategy session. Um, we include an indoctrination video so that the strategy session is really all about the client. The client knows they are coming in to have a business and an investment conversation. So you get no tire kickers or, you know, free coaching, um, you know, gremlins. I mean, you really are focused on, is this the right next step for you? Do you want to do it on your own or do you want somebody to help you? And if you want somebody to help you, that might be us. Let's get on a call. 
Um, we lay email marketing as a part of it. Um, and we've been very successful with our emails. We had one client come in after the 38th email. She said, I think I know you. I feel like I know you after these emails. So, um, you know, that's the system. And then the loop is, is where do we tweak? Where are people falling off? So we do a lot of analytics around that process that we build for our clients. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Abigail, do you have kind of a last um, word for our audience? The it, Flipping the switch, going from being a coach, you know, from, from a coach who coaches to a coach who has a business mm -hmm. will change everything. Yeah, I love that. I, and I agree with it so much. Um, one of the, I mean, even this podcast is called, you know, mastering your coaching business. It's not, you know, it's not about the coaching process so much as mastering the business side of it, because that's really the tough part. I think it, it for, is. For and coaches. there's, and, and, you know, we, we all struggle through it. I've been a solopreneur for 23 years and we all struggle through it. It's, it, but it has to be done. And once it's done, it is so freeing, putting structures and systems in place. And, you know, even, even though that's not a part of our, our, our linear stream, you know, our, our marketing stream, we still, we want to work with clients to say, why are you doing this? We want to help with the onboarding. We want to help with how do you streamline the process? Um, because that's where the freedom comes from. That's where your time freedom, that's where you get to leverage you know, various pieces of your business and, and really create a, a business by choice and design, you know, as opposed to circumstance and default. Right. So awesome. Well, thank you so much today for your time. I'm Miguel, everybody listening. Um, again, I hope you've been taking notes. If not, re-listen, take those notes. Um, lots of great information here from Abigail. And you can um, reach her from uh, on her website, which is launchesmadesimple.com. Sorry, getting tongue-tied. And um, the link to her free gift will be in the show notes. Uh, that's launchesmadesimple.com backslash free gift. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much, Abigail. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple Podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.